Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, and Donna, Jimmy, and JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty. Every fucking World Cup. <laughs> Every fucking World Cup. <laughs> it's never, you know, an easy defeat, is it? Ever. There's always something. Something to just grind my fucking eyeballs out with. In this case, it's Harry Kane missing a penalty. It's a referee missing a penalty in the first half. It's every fucking World Cup, boys. Uh, I, I tell you, they could have, they I, I could have lost to Portugal. I'm really <laughs> disappointed for for England. They 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 really did give it their all, and and with that penalty missed by Kane, it just oh, it's just so hard to take. I'm sure you know, brutal, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> His best part about recording podcasts literally five minutes after calamity is <laughs> get the truth, get the raw emotion. You know, I, I just tweeted actually, though, and it's going to upset people that at least, you know, England and Canada don't have to explain the big asterisk beside any World Cup victory. You know, the fact that this World Cup shouldn't have happened in the first place. Mm. And it's stupid. Stupid well, World France, Cup. Good thing France voted for Qatar. It's worked out well for them. Very, very well for them so far. Although if they crash out to Morocco in the semifinals, which is far from the beyond the, the realms of possibility. Maybe not. I mean, Hey, Charms in our Dave DeCola pool, who do you have in the final? I actually have France and Argentina, I believe. Oh. Jeez. We all, so, so did Jimmy and I. Yeah. And who it's do you have winning? Stretch, really? Is it? I mean, no. we'll get to yesterday's games, but I mean, the one this morning. Yeah. Wow. Morocco. Once again, I mean, my God, what can you say about this team that the, no team plays harder than Morocco. No team seems to want it more than Morocco. And you see these performances, right, Craig, often in World Cups for a couple of games. But this team's done it every game. They draw Croatia nil-nil. They beat Belgium. They beat Canada. They beat Spain. They beat Portugal. And 
I mean, that's a legitimate World Cup run, no matter what yeah. happens now. But just to say they beat France, that's one of the toughest routes to the final you could ever envisage. And they're that's getting true. it done. Yeah, that's very true. And they're not conceding goals. I think the only one they've conceded is an own goal to Canada. And you think, too, you know, it's also from Canada's point of view, it's like what could have been, you know, Belgium game was great. They Morocco, I mean, Milan gave them a two-goal lead. And they were coming back and they battered in Morocco second half and were a width of a post away from getting a point against Morocco. I haven't seen any other team put them under the cosh like Canada has in that second half. Yeah, so. Portugal tried today. I mean, I'll give Portugal credit. They didn't play badly today, I didn't think. They played pretty mm. well, had the ball, had some okay mm. chances. But there's that, that system, that organization, that defense of, of Morocco. I mean, you have to give that credit to the, to the coach. He's been there for eight games, Regugi. Eight games, and he's got them playing like this. I mean, that is ridiculous. Maybe it works in their favor, right? Maybe the players can't get bored of him or are sick of his methods because he's only been there for eight games. Yeah, they don't even know him. No, not at all. <laughs> it's amazing. But they are knocked up. They got some banks and some players oh. and some key positions, but there is 26-man squad, right? So that does help now with those larger squads but they're not as deep as most countries either so it's true i mean aged was out masaru was out i mean he was brilliant the players that came in were fantastic hakimi once again you know maybe the best fullback in world football right now in current form he's just incredible mm -hmm. Allah in the other side today was just superb unai amrabat i mean christ i, I put that out there today maybe amrabat should be getting the golden ball at this point he won't get it because he doesn't score goals but my God, he controls the midfield, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, they've been absolutely brilliant. Another keeper error, though. Craig and I were on the dark web going back, and the angle that uh, the Portuguese keeper came out on was horrific. Yeah, it is. I mean, there we go. We come down to fine lines. I was just thinking that England game, too. And just at this level, as the fine lines were thin, and goalkeeper comes out. Yeah, you, you, you're going to come. you got to get there. He was nowhere near it, so... It's down to a goalkeeper mistake for that. Mind you, and Nesri's got his, his hops. Holy jeez. To get that high. Holy that, shit. That was Ronaldo-esque, eh? It was, yeah. 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 Speaking of Ronaldo, he came on, didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, I thought when he came on, oh, here we go. He's going to write the script now, isn't he? Didn't really turn out. And by the end of the match, I wasn't even looking at him, thinking of him. He, he just wasn't really effective at all. And, I, and I'm not blaming him mm -hmm. for that. It's probably Morocco. For the reason for, for handling him yeah. so well, but uh, is that the end? Do you think, Craig? Is that it for Ronaldo, or do you think he's going to stick around? No, I got to think that's it. Be very surprised if we see him again. Perhaps, maybe for one more Euro, but not a World Cup. No, no, not a forty-one. No, no chance. I mean, no. seeing how he slowed down now from even a year ago. Fast forward another three and a half years, there's, there's no chance. So, you know, no. when you saw him weeping at the end of the match, I mean, I, I felt some sympathy for him, and I don't often feel sympathy for Ronaldo because you know how much he cares. But I mean, we're the, the players now about himself, they look after <laughs> themselves, look after themselves so well um, that we're seeing guys push that envelope. 39 years old, 38 years old, 37 year old players playing well, Modric, Pep. Um, Atiba Hutchison for Canada. But when you're getting to 41, that's that's going to be on what is just possible, really. Unless you're a goalkeeper. Dino's awful. 
Yeah, it's 41. It's sobering, isn't it, boys? It's sobering when we talk about, you know, Ronaldo at 41 and saying, oh, my God, just imagine being 41 and trying to be a top player. It's just it's impossible how your body's just falling apart. I'm seven years older than that. You guys are like 13 years older than that. I still feel pretty good, but it just shows the difference. <laughs> I did too until about a year and a half ago. <laughs> they just went down the shitter. Yeah, just down decline, the your shitter. decline's been fast. Back. Can't remember fuck all. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Well, we have to say we have to talk about why we didn't do a show last night then. Well, right. I know I, uh, Did you just what what happened? Do you just sleep through it, walk through it? Because Sharms and I were ready to go. It's unbelievable. Then, I only I don't I have no explanation. I just there's <laughs> I completely forgot. That's it's okay. It's been it's a, a long time. I can remember like five minutes. In fairness, that they were waiting for me at Sportsnet for about an hour because I was late there. So they're probably just him and Jimmy were just done and pissed off. And no that was probably it. Talk. Yeah, it's my fault. Got home and it was like ten o'clock. How was your chicken, by the way? Your, your rabba was it good? Uh, I didn't go for the roast chicken. Oh no! No, but you, you had one last week. Little butter chicken. Oh, butter. butter chicken. No. How, how's yeah. the rabba butter chicken? Little Greek salad at the uh, deli. Yeah. Good. Mm, not bad. Recommend it. Yeah. All right. And, I might give it a whirl. You've just listened to the first segment of Footy Prime Eats. Yeah. Rabbit doesn't even know this yet, but they're sponsoring the, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I hope we get some chips for something. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. It's been seven minutes. I, I can, I think now, maybe face talking about the England game a bit more. If you want to, <laughs> well, welcome, welcome to Footy Prime. Maybe we didn't yeah. do that. So James Sharp, oh, yeah. Craig Forrest, Dan hello, Long. welcome to Footy Prime. It's uh, another great day at the World Cup. More this big results. Therapy. This is your therapy session. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, England actually played really well. It was a decent game. France sat back, um, allowed England to come at them, and in the second half in particular, almost paid off. Um, I, you know, I have nothing but sympathy for Harry Kane. He buries the first penalty. I mean, it, I can't imagine the pressure. We've seen penalties the last couple of days, right? And throughout this World Cup and, and the pressure, I mean, it's just of a magnitude that the average dude doesn't understand. And to see Harry Kane, of all people, sky over the bar, reminded me of Beckham all those years ago. Um, you can't, unless you, people will laugh, and they should laugh. Good for you if you hate England or hate Harry Kane. All you Arsenal fans will love it. Um, but th- th- those neutrals like myself, man... That guy is going to have a tough night, isn't he? Isn't he ever? I mean, really, it, you don't want to be him tonight. That, that's that got to be really painful. I got to think I got like Baggio, you know, in 1994. Mm-hmm. That that's, goes one one worse. You know, you're at the World Cup final and your sky went over the bar. Yeah. Pressure. I thought he hit it right because I, I was actually thinking this is a perfect time to go right down the middle. Just aim at Larissa's head. When he took the first one, I actually questioned whether I know he takes them for England and he's very good at it, but he's up against the goalkeeper he plays at at club level, has faced him literally hundreds and hundreds of times. And he usually goes to the keeper's right more side more times than not. But all of these obviously Lurie's knows that and becomes mind games. And he went the other way the first time, and then the second one, I thought Harry would yeah, go right down the middle. Lloris isn't going to be there. He's going to dive one way or the other, and he did, but he just skied it. Yeah. So in, in that situation, Craig, does it favor the goalkeeper? If, if you know the you know each other so well from the club life, I mean, I think 10 years together, right? 
Um, you both know each other, but does that help the goalkeeper more than the the ball striker? I would think the goalkeeper would benefit more from that. Yeah, yeah. Just because he's you're already in his head. You're you're mm -hmm. like no question. You're in his head. And and the pressure's on the the penalty taker, like you said before, right? Not the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper's got no well, there's obvious pressure, but not really because no one expects you to make the save. And there's more pressure on it in the circumstance too. You're in the last 10 minutes and you need to score. Right. If you're too, you know, you take away pressure in all those situations. World Cup history, the first penalty taker all the way down, the percentages get less and less because as that pressure goes on and the situation, if you're going to have a penalty to win it, 95% of the time will score. If you need it to continue on, it becomes like sort of 55, 60%. So yeah, pressure is an amazing thing. And under those circumstances, there was immense pressure on Kane. Hey, Craig, was the uh, referee an incompetent piece of shit? Fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, horrible. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it from a, a yeah. blinkered standpoint. I was I was just afraid that that game was going to be decided on something really stupid and or missing something. And he did miss one of the first half. And the second one, how does he need to go to a monitor to oh, call that a penalty? Was Everybody in the world saw thought it was a penalty. It wasn't even close. It was a body check in the yeah. box. Yeah. And he didn't even go for the guy, like go for the ball. It, the ball yeah. was still on its way. <laughs> it I think that there's every reason to be aggrieved about that. Although... At the end, VAR got it right. I know we, you know, it, the right call got made and Kane went to the line. But did that extra time for Kane allow him more time to get in his oh, own geez. head? Of course it did. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I was just again, I'm not up. saying that as an England fan. I'm, no, I know no. it sounds like I'm being biased. And listen, in the, in the first half, the foul on, on Saka and yeah. the build up to the goal didn't really bother me. It was, it was kind of 50 50, and there was so much time between that and the goal being scored. England had chances. I think it was 33 seconds after. Yeah. Right, so that one I let go. The other one was a penalty. Yeah. I, I don't know how it wasn't given. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was on the line, right? And it was. There a was foul. even another one where Saka was running. He was running straight down the middle, and it was like he just gets bowled right over. Doesn't even try to embellish. No, and then ten and seconds afterwards, time. he calls a foul against England. Yeah, <laughs> it was a poorly refereed game. There's no yeah. doubt. But you know, you're playing the world champions. England's had luck before. I think I have any. I can't remember any luck, but they have must have done at some point in the history of their football. <laughs> um, but France are the champs, you know. Maybe you, you earn a bit of luck, perhaps. And France had a, a system. I, I didn't think Mbappe in the end was the uh, the difference maker. He had a decent game, had some moments. He was obviously key to the opening yeah. goal, but uh, not much. Well, I always want to say though, to you know, when you have a Messi or an Mbappe on your team, though, and the other team has to match them and find a way to stop them. It must open up opportunities so much for all the other players. Like, honestly, yeah. you sit there and you go, I mean, we talked about it with Davies in the Oct, you know, that these guys, all of a sudden, people are wide open in, in midfield. And it's mm -hmm. because Davies has three guys chasing him. It must be the same thing with Mbappe. He has his first three steps. I've never seen anything like that. He might not be the fastest guy, but man, with his first three steps, he just creates space with the ball immediately. It's incredible. Mbappe's fucking lightning. There's nobody yeah. faster to want. No, he, he's, he's got this fastness and the quickness. Yeah. He's got everything. Incredible. Uh, although yeah. I thought Walker played, played him pretty well. It was very much easier man. It's man marking, right? And yeah. I thought overall he played him pretty well. 
you don't see, you know, as you look at Mbappe and as they compare him and Messi, Messi doesn't go missing in long periods of time like Mbappe does. He's, Messi can find the ball. He'll, he'll go search for it. He'll go deep and pick it up if he needs to. Not always the best. But I think even with Mbappe, with his pace, I think even Giroud, like that Giroud partnership has worked out really, really well. And even though the goal, that was that came off a defender's head too. But yeah, he puts himself McGuire. in those great positions. That's what he's good at. And It's hard know, to cheer for those two guys though because they're both such specimen, right? Like when you look at them, you're like, dude, no. both of you guys should be on magazines, every, yeah. like models, magazines, and you're making 50 million a year being, being an yeah. athlete. There's got to be something wrong with them, right? Oh, small peepees. Has to be. It's got to be small peepees. Only assume that's what it is. <laughs> Oh jeez, I remember. I remember in Vancouver. Speaking of that, I Van- Bobby Leonard. Speaking Duzzi. of that, <laughs> Bobby Leonard Doozy back in the day, handsome guy, Italian back, like just a beautiful looking man, and uh, playing for his hometown, Vancouver. And when they announced his name, they, the guys would all boo, and all the girls would cheer. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> great. That's great. Yeah, you, you wonder. I mean, France better off with Giroud than than Benzema, right? I mean, would they be where they're at with Benzema? Probably, but it's a different kind of player. He he, he drops deeper. He's not mm-hmm. just that fox in the box. And, and, and listen, Giroud, we've watched him for so many years, right, Craig, with Arsenal and Chelsea, of course, yeah. and never got the respect he deserved. But I always liked him. I think we, we always respected him. Uh, a guy that just did what he needed to do. Never yeah. prolific, but scored big goals. And now 53 goals for his country. It's incredible. Yeah, not that spectacular pace or, you know, flair or anything like that, but just very, very effective everywhere he's gone. Great pro, too. That's what it is, Wonga. That's what it is. He's really handsome. He's rich. He's superbly talented. Hasn't got great pace. Mm. (laughs) And I heard heard he's not a great dancer. So that's the other thing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that just goes without saying. That's right. Um, you, you mentioned Messi. Let's go back to yesterday's games as we did miss the podcast yesterday. Little Leo Messi got it done in the end. Um, 2-2 with the Dutch and then, of course, goes to the shootout. They, they find a way. A nasty, tempestuous match. It was a classic for me. That assist, Craig, in the first half from Messi for, um, was it was it first half? Whenever it was. Anyway, I can't remember. It seems like a week ago now. Um, yeah. what, what a lovely play that was. One of the great plays of this year's World Cup. Brilliant. Brilliant. Fucking vision. He goes to the defender's legs, but he does it all the time. He puts it to defender's legs, even for the goal. He scored, uh, what was it, last round? Maybe a couple rounds ago, through the defender's legs in the corner, you know? He does that all the time, you know? You think, well, he gets lucky, but fuck, he gets lucky a lot. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I'm seeing now, we keep comparing him to the best Messi of, you know, eight, nine years ago now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, maybe he'll never be at those heights at 35 but i tell you what he's pretty close he's looking so good at the moment he's dictating play and when he's got the board his feet once again he's got that ability to to just break away from markers and he hasn't got electric pace like an mbappe for example but he has a way of doing it with the ball six inches from his boot i I don't know how he does it right It's, it's one of those freak things that maybe a physicist can explain i don't know how it works but he's he's got it back it may be missing for a, for a year or so, but in this World Cup, it is definitely back. Yeah, it is. And, you know, his close control and his life, I mean, he's never really had blistering pace, right? So that's why I still think he's so effective at 35. Decanio at West Ham, 
Alida County was very similar in a way that he, his ball control was incredible. So he was able to play, you know, well into his thirties, but guys who rely on their pace, like even an Mbappe, for instance, I, I don't think he'll be playing. He won't be playing for France at 35. I just don't think he's, it's interesting, isn't it? He's developed his game enough to he relies on his pace so so much. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Messi could play anywhere, couldn't he? Really, you know, if he wants to play till he's forty, he could do that. Maybe mm. not in this particular role, but he could be, and he could be across the midfield. And one of the incredible things we don't even re talk about with him is like, and all these players, younger or whatever, like going through injury problems, all like mm. career wise, like he has been able to stay at this level for this long is a miracle, just from a health perspective. You know, because he's a target too, right? Yeah, and he's been a target. I mean, not quite like we saw with his fellow countryman Maradona back in the day, but still, I mean, even going back 15 years ago, he when he was like 17, 18 or whatever, he was he was getting chopped pretty hard. I was watching some games of his at Stamford Bridge against Chelsea. Fuck. Well, a, a guy that came through as a kid and having you know issues, growth issues with his hamstrings in particular, and having steroid. Um, injections That's from, right. from Barcelona. A guy that if he yeah. told young 13-year-old Leo Messi, you'll be 35 and still in the handful of best players in world football. Mm. I'm sure even his, his, his doctors would have said, no, Mess, that's probably not going to be this mm. kid. It's just brilliant. Yeah. That's true um, as well. Speaking of longevity, Craig, uh, Croatia won. <laughs> Didn't look very tired to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been saying they're very tired before they got to Qatar. <laughs> I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> The fuckers that just keep going. <laughs> they don't stop. And Group F is just for what the fuck? Oh my That's what God. Well, that, I was sharing, uh, I was talking earlier. I, uh, the Footy Prime Twitter uh, account put out a, you know, let's be, let's be honest. This Belgium, Croatia, Morocco group was the real group of death. Uh, two of the final four and Canada had to play them. And Belgium is not one of them. And Belgium is not one of them. The number two ranked FIFA country in the world. Okay. Okay. So let's acknowledge then that that was a group of death. What does that tell us though? I don't think Canada would have that got we shouldn't feel group. as bad as we may, may have. It's just given us, you should feel worse about England than we do about Canada. That's what it should. Well, I do. Cause, cause okay. <laughs> that's and, and not feel. because I support England any more than Canada, but because yeah. This is Canada's first foray. It's their first party, right? Didn't get right. laid. That's okay. It's still a great party. England yeah. have been going to parties for my entire life and have never got laid. They're the old swingers. <laughs> They're throwing the keys in the in the ball first, right? No one's picking up the keys now. Those keys always remain at the end. You know, <laughs> you can caravan. guarantee one thing in those parties. At the end of the night, there's one set of keys in that bowl, and it's definitely England's. <laughs> the Aries K car is not getting picked up. <laughs> yeah. We're still at that. Oh, way to go. That was you. Tried your hardest. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I'm well over that with England. I don't care how great they played. I don't yeah, care how wonderful and how win, would you? heroic they went out. Hey, Sucks. I do have to go back to the. I know we were just through at Croatia being the terminators of uh, of FIFA World Cup this year, but Netherlands set play at the end. Have you ever seen? I've never seen anything like that to tie the game against Argentina. That was spectacular. No, it was. I've never seen it in a moment like that. Have oh, you seen it work before, though? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You see, you always, like I've seen that a lot, and you always have to be aware as defenders about what's going on. And I actually thought Argentina actually defended it fairly well. I mean, the defender was there. He, instead of trying to block it, he actually tries to clear the ball because he was actually in a decent position. If you either stay on your feet, try and block it, or like he thought, I guess, clear the ball, but he missed it. 
And then, so uh, it could have easily fizzled out, but yeah, ballsy to do at that stage too. But everybody went hook, line, and sunker. The, the, the wall jumped. Yeah. And yeah. So everything has to line up perfectly though for that to work, right? The wall has to jump. Uh, the pass has to be right on his left foot, like our right foot, so he can spin away. Everything's got to be lined up perfectly for that to work yeah the wall jumping is probably irrelevant they, they would probably they're not going to get to that pass anyway but the defend you're also relying on the defender not doing his job well mm. and in the end he didn't do his job well but he was well positioned to do it you know to defend it and went through him but yeah at that level at that moment oh and then england had one in the same position like today okay. silly foul top of the box same like wasn't far off, was it? Wasn't far off. Wasn't yeah. far off. Game of uh, inches. It really is. So the semifinals go Tuesday, Argentina, Croatia. And then on Wednesday, we have France against Morocco. Can Morocco go one step further? That's going to be a really interesting match. Um, before we go today, we do need to mention uh, incredibly sad news yesterday from the World Cup. Friend of this show and uh, certainly a friend of football around the world, specifically here in North America. Grant War died while covering the World Cup in Qatar. He collapsed during extra time of Netherlands against Argentina. Um, you know, Craig, we, we've had the privilege to speak to Grant on numerous occasions over the years. Just a good guy. I mean, we all know he's, he's a brilliant journalist. He's an author. He's mm -hmm. just campaigned for this game for so many years, his whole career. But from the human level, a guy that, and all the stories speak for themselves, a guy that was always willing to, to help out and jump on a show or an interview or for a chat at any time. Uh, just devastatingly sad. Yeah, yeah, help out all sorts of people with their careers and people that want to get into uh, into broadcasting and writing and things like that. Yeah, he was superb. And we bumped into him, you know, for years and years and different places at Gold Cups when we were covering it. And, yeah, I've known him for an awful long time. And we have. He's been on our show and um, – text with him about his you know his brilliant wife as well who's involved i think even with the biden administration now on the medical side of things it's uh yeah and as far as a journalist goes in the united states that covers soccer there's nobody nobody that comes close to grant wall and and what he's done for women's men's gay rights whatever he, he stands up against that all and he did over there too and there's obviously you know some curiosity obviously and what happened and if there's any foul play, but <clears throat> I don't, I certainly hope there isn't. And I don't believe there probably is, but it does happen. And it's a tragedy. And it's just very, very sad to see because uh, he was such a great guy. And yeah, it's, it's a tough one for, for everybody. And certainly in the United States for the growth of the game, it's a big, big step backwards as well. It really yeah, is. Be a, yeah. Definitely be a hole to fill for that. Yeah. yeah. Enormous hole. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people right now on social media, they love a good conspiracy. Um, it's, come on, let's just mourn the human at the moment. If anything comes to light, we'll deal with that. But uh, listen, a man died. It's so, so sad. And he was, like I said, a friend of this show, a friend of the game in this country and across North America. And yes, Grant Wall will very much be missed. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.